Hi everyone, and welcome to my very first episode. Today we're going to be talking about global warming and its effects on the society. Welcome to Stuff. start with the dark side of global warming. There are two parts in the dark side, and so we're going to start with the warm parts of global warming. The first problem is that there has been a rise of one degree Fahrenheit every single decade, and it turns out that the storms will become more intense and hurricanes, instead of being level three, level two hurricanes, will turn to four, five level hurricanes. And that's a pretty dangerous storm right there. The sea level will also increase by four inches every decade because the ice caps are slowly melting and that water is creating the sea level to rise. Now think about four inches every decade really quick. What's four times 10? That, that gives you 40, right? So 40 inches is three feet and four inches. So the sea level will rise three feet and four inches in every 10 decades. That's a lot of sea level rise. And it could sink some places like Venice. Um, also, this is a crazy most recent thing that happened was that Minnesota, all of Minnesota, the temperature dropped to below 50 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, you may be wondering, how can this happen below negative 50 degrees Fahrenheit? That's, like, crazy. Well, the hot air pushed all the cold air from the South Pole out of the South Pole, and it rested on Minnesota. Then, the hot air out of Minnesota was also went away. You know, it just went away. It escaped. And then the cold air came down in shards and not like shards like solid but like shards of cold and it was it created the whole area cold it created the state to have to go into a deep freeze which is crazy and your skin would freeze if you went outside for too long that's kind of that's that's cold. And also, people's electricity would go out as well. In fact, 7,000 people in one metro area only had their powers out because of the cold that was settling in the land. Also, now this is sad. A kid named Ali Gombo, 22-year-old, died from hypothermia.
from being outside. And that's, that's really sad. But some people weren't able to stop going outside. Some people had to deliver babies at the hospital and they had to drive to the hospital and some people on the way to the hospital, even in the car, got frostbite. Which is crazy because you were inside of a car with hot air on. That's kind of crazy. So that's about all for the dark side. But there's much more. But first, a break. So, there's not very much to cover on what's good about global warming, but I'll cover as much as I can. First of all, there's more growing season and less frost season, so if you're a farmer growing crops, yay to you, because you can grow more crops and get more money. Also, even wild flowers, wild fruit, you can, that's going to be growing more often as well. And that's going to be pretty helpful for other animals who are living around the area, making more food for people who eat meat. Another thing is that more flowers are blooming. So if you look around, you'll see hummingbirds everywhere. The hummingbird population is increasing, and it's very beautiful. But that's to hide what's really happening. What's really happening is pretty much bad. Stop. So, now we know everything about what's good and what's bad about global warming. But how can we stop it? Most of all, what we need to stop are some of the unnecessary factory makings that are happening, such as building unnecessary toys, unnecessary electronics. Another thing that you can do is if you're close enough, you can ride a bike or you can walk to school or work. And that's about all you need to do to stop global warming or at least slow it down. Next, we'll have our question of the day. Stop. Here's our question of the day. Are cars really bad for the environment and creating global warming worse? This is a question that I have an answer to, so keep an open mind. First of all, cars only create 0.0000017% of the atmosphere's weight in carbon each t decade. Which, by the way, 
is not very much. Um, so, that's not very much, but over time, that worked out. And over time, it could, it could take away our oxygen, our hydrogen, because think about it. If there's that much more carbon dioxide, greenhouse gases in the air, then where does the oxygen and hydrogen go? Away. And then our, some of our water goes away. And so it's just a tiny bit at a time, but it's still pretty dangerous. And so we need to watch our car, our, the way we use cars, because sometimes we use them unnecessarily. So we can use buses instead, because instead of it carrying only two, four people, it carries 30 people or more. And we can, we can help by not emitting so much gas into the environment by riding our bikes or walking. So 70% of my body is saying, it's fine, right? That, that's what my body's saying. But like 30% is still telling me, uh, it's still something that we need to stop. And that's because it is. But as of right now, we're fine. That's not what I'm worried about because our great, 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 great grandkids even won't have to worry about this. Cars will, won't be the problem. What will be the problem is the factories. And, the, and so we need to clean our air more because some of the things that they make in the factories we kind of need. And so the only thing that can stop our great, 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 great grandkids is stopping, is cleaning the air. We can't stop the factory business, but we can clean the air more often. For example, in Beijing, China, they've been cleaning the air a ton. And most of the time, it's actually pretty clean because they take out all of that factory emission. And it really, really, really helps the environment. That's all for today. Thank you for listening to Stuff.